a shot of wrestling episode 36 and away we go i be busting freestyles and stone cold sutton and hitting the attitude adjustment brothers of destruction undertaker change sitting the fire or get cool like roman brain get this dude love and you got my back man you're so kind and hit that cactus jack and patty yak the face Run the place now, so phenomenal and I'm breaking the walls down. You're about to get it. We going off the script. If you don't submit, you get hit with the super kick. We talk that WWE. It's a shot of wrestling with Green Man and MJT. That's right. This is a shot of wrestling, and we are here coming to you pre-recorded. From Omega Studios, I am the Greenman, and along with me each and every single week, he is the scribe of the James Ellsworth Fan Club. He is your host, Michael J. Putty. This time ain't no joke. Hell yeah. Ellsworth Hall of Fame. Wow. Going all the way with that, huh? You're doing a show well, on a Wednesday? Coco, I Coco guess. Beware could be yeah, getting it, right? Pretty much. <laughs> and going to Bright Heart, Free Birds, yeah. Oh. I got my shirt in the mail, pre-ordered. You really ordered a shirt? Hell yeah, son. <laughs> you mark it out to James Ellsworth. Yeah. So it is no lie. You are keeping notes in the in the fan club. This yeah. Week. Anything interesting coming up for for the club? Um. Maybe, is he going to be joining the club? Ooh, that could be interesting. I haven't paid your dues, so I can't tell you yet. Oh, okay. But like uh, our schedules permitted us to do a show Wednesday. We're doing a little earlier. We're doing the show on a Wednesday, and Abel's a Mets fan. I'm a big Mets fan. I'm yeah. a Mets fan. That's right. Once they got eliminated, we have no dogs in the, in the fight. Oh. So, I am proud to say, breaking news, the Indians are going to the Hall of Fame. And why am I happy? Because that's the Miz's team. So The Indians are going to the Hall of Fame. That's just who, who are they going to oh, be inducting? <laughs> I haven't even shot the wrestling yet. So I'm going to no sleep. Uh, no, World Series. Thank you. The okay. Indians are in the World Series for the first time since 1997. Wow. Uh, I was kind of pulling for them. Because just the Miz is that weird? No, I, I think you're a big uh, Miz Mark. Why, Miz why Mark? not like everything that the Miz like? And there's no teams left. Like He's yet. got great taste. He's got Maurice. He likes the icy belt. Yeah. Why not? He's got um, great taste. Yeah. So good luck to the Indians, and we don't know who they're facing yet. But uh, great year for since uh, Cleveland. Yeah. All Ohio's just been yeah. having a great year. So we'll see what happens with that. Uh, how you doing? No, how you doing? All right. Yeah. I'm still a little hoarse from the ICW yeah, event that we man. went to. Ugh. It was our... I, I sit corrected because it's actually our second indie show. We went to... Well, I corrected you last week, yes. Yeah. Um, you reminded me about that horrible indie show that we went to. Was it horrible? Cause maybe because if you we were sitting ringside, it would have been better. Maybe. But this was at Shea Stadium. There were a lot of people. I mean, for the draw that that indie show drew, they did a so great they had job. Goldberg. They had Goldberg, Ric Flair... Um, Scott Steiner. Yeah. I think we sat ringside. It would have been a different story. But we were in the seats. It sucked. We sat ICW. We were ringside. That's right. Better seats than your boy Jeff. Well, he had seat next to us. He just chose not to come yeah, and get his seat. Yeah, because he wasn't... Uh, he didn't want to... Um, didn't want to participate. I guess not. I think that reason why the show was awesome for was... was <laughs> Too I many shots I, of wrestling I haven't already? even started drinking yet. No? Uh, no, it's uh, allergies are killing me. 
Our seats are awesome. We right yeah. in the corner, ringside. It was great. I had a good time. Better yeah. than thought I would. We got a lot of chance going, too. Yeah, because no one was getting involved. No, I mean, once the green man gets in, in the, the heel corner, you're the only asshole with the sign. Well, no one else I think everybody sign. else should have been prepared. And if you're coming to an event, you should make signs. No, it was fun. We had a good, I, good Which time. they ripped. Yeah, there who, was this who, who wrestler. Did? I don't even remember. This I was too drunk to even remember. Some wrestler at the end of his match, some heel dude came and ripped my signs. Not appreciated. <laughs> Everyone not else like appreciated it. it. Not appreciated. Did not Several like chants throughout the night from getting to end. Fuck that green guy. Which th- that's completely wrong because I'm the green man, so I don't know who they're talking. Uh, about. The Black Power Ranger came out first match. Started chanting, Bla- "Let's go Black Tights." Let's go Black Trunks. Black Trunks. Yeah. Uh, I like that. It was a good. He did a, he did a great job. Yeah, we, we started a lot of chance. If it wasn't for us, there was no chance starting. Mm-mm. There was a guy with a man bun. <laughs> the one that you got in his face. I started started making fun of him, and for some reason he actually heard me because it's a small shit bingo hall. Yeah, everybody heard you. And then he got you hear a pin drop. He started talking him. shit to me, and I talking no thanks to Jack Daniels. I had talking shit back to him. He got it in my face. I'm six foot six. He's five foot something. So what he got in my face, his man bun reached my chin. So I pretend I didn't see him. Right. And like I said, it felt like maybe it was like two minutes, probably like 10 seconds. Of this jibber-jabbering, smack-talking. Then all of a sudden, he climbed up on the uh, barrier. Yes. And his crotch It happened face. very quickly because I would have wanted to take a picture of that because it would have gone straight on to the like, shot of wrestling on I Instagram. I can't reply to this. So awesome. So this guy was cool. He shut you down. Yeah. With the... Uh, Zach Galifianakis as his manager. Zach Galifianakis was his manager. It was crazy. And you were chanting, Zach Galifianakis. I think it was too long because no one joined No one joined in. No, no one liked it. That was a good chant, though. Yeah. That crowd was lame, man. For any crowd, that crowd sucked. Yeah. If it wasn't for us, I wonder what would have happened if it wasn't for us. Where no no one would have cared. It had been a regular show. Uh, well, I'm, I'm ready to go back to another one. We have to sit ringside, though. Yeah. Man, Brian Cash and the beautiful, beautiful Kenny Cartwright. Cutie pie, Kenny Cartwright. She's beautiful woman. Beautiful woman. She should go places. But it was fun. We had a good time. Yeah, so that was great. Get some shirts out. Yeah. <laughs> it was a good, good time. It was a good time, yeah. It was but good. that was last week. This week, maybe it's time to learn. Get back into the learning spirits. All right. You know? So words of wrestling, you mean? Yeah. I love it when we learn. Tweener. Tweener? I've not, never heard that term before. Not uh, uh, 11 to 12-year-old. Oh, like a tweener. Yeah. <laughs> as far as wrestling is concerned, is a morally ambiguous wrestler who is neither a face nor a heel, mm. as in a in-betweener. Also, oh, okay. sometimes describes a heel who is usually cheered, like Seth Rollins was, yes. before he turned face. Yes. Or uh, face Stone Cold Steve Austin back in the day. Or faces usually jeered Roman Reigns, mm-hmm. especially when two faces or two heels face each other. Now that we know the meaning of the word, you can play along to this week's drinking game and take a shot every time we say the word tweener. Well, ladies and gentlemen, get ready for a drunken show tonight. Oh uh, man, yeah, I'm already started. Wow, wow. tweener, tweener, <laughs> tweener, tweener. All right, that doesn't count. No, I, I gotta be honest. That's the first time I've ever heard that term before. Yeah, yeah, I never you heard. Gave me that word, huh? Well, I'm learning with you. You know, it's 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 a learning experience. And by the way, the guy Black Trunks, his name is Indigo. 
In the Go-Go Power Ranger? In the Go-Go Power Ranger, that's right. You, you took a picture of Sabu, you took a picture oh, of Nunzio. Yeah. Nunzio. That was a great show. Sabu was barely walking, and he was still limping during his match. I gotta say, that's the one story that I shared with my wife when I got home. And yeah. she was like, how was the show? And I was like, it was great. She's like, you lost your voice? I was like, yeah, it was great, though. But then I shared with her the story that I'm like over, I'm like Donald Trump over here. We just watched the debate tonight. And uh, it's all lies. China. Um... But back to my story. So I told my wife the one story from the ICW event is that I ran into Sabu early on, took a quick picture with him. He was with crutches and a cane. Mm-hmm. Like he literally got, guy did not look like he could barely walk, let alone wrestle. So I'm like, what's going to happen? Maybe they're going to just do a work and he's just going to do a little little talking shoot thing. And then all of a sudden nope. he's out. Yeah. No, motherfucker came out. As soon as his name was called out, he came out without crutches, without a cane, walked around, yeah, yeah, walked around the ring and had his match. And I was like, "Damn, that was crazy." Yeah, it's cool. No blood. We didn't see any blood. No. No, the next one. No tables. Go. No weapons. It was. Um, I, I think it, I. Mean, we want tables. We want blood. Yeah. That crowd sucked, man. It was like no chanting, no getting into it. Some guy stole the ring bell, and that's what got the crowd over. Yeah, <laughs> that was funny. That was but, funny. Can't wait to the next one. Uh, but a lot happened this past week, too. Yes. Like, just in wrestling. So, we got a lot to cover. Let's get into some news, then. Huh? Yeah. It's In the News with Michael J. Putty and the Green Man. All right, the big news story this week that everyone seems to be talking about for some reason is the return of Goldberg. He made his return to a WWE ring for the first time since WrestleMania 20. Is anybody interested in that? I, I, I mean, I, I wasn't as impressed or looking forward to it. How about you, Michael J? Uh, no, I don't care at all. Uh, move on? Move on? No. Well, I figured we would have this kind of discussion and it would kind of go by really quickly. We finally agree on something. But it's a big story this week. So, I figured Excuse why me. not <laughs> Talk about we bring some outsider to this conversation someone who could support bill goldberg i have jay the wrestling god coming in to give his perspective on what happened on monday night i think this who's this jay mendes are you there gyro yep yes hey, what's up buddy nice hey how's it going fellas good 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 now i know you're a big goldberg good big goldberg mark so tell us are you are you excited about bill goldberg making his return <clears throat> you know, after 12 years, you know, I'm, you know, it's very cultivating that, you know, I am really excited to, you know, witnessing his return on my TV. If anything, he's one of my all-time favorites. What makes so, him one of your favorites? Like, why are you so happy he's back? Because the fans, well, the stadium went crazy with Goldberg chants, and this is awesome, and holy shit. And I'm like, really? I'm like, why? Yeah, it's been long overdue, you know, in terms of his return, if anything, the reason I'm a huge fan of this is because of the animosity that he delivers in the ring. Like back in this, mm. you know, WCW days, his early WWE days, back in the Ruthless Aggression era. You know, he's a he's a very scary powerhouse to say the least. You know, on top of that, he was great. You know, he wasn't a, he wasn't the best champion in WCW, but you know, I enjoyed his run. And you well, know, Michael Cole that, went all out. 
to roll out the red carpet for this guy because Michael Cole called him the best uh, world champion in WCW. Isn't that <coughs> what he said on, on Raw? Yeah. I was you like, know, did, I... you, did you forget about Sting? Like, yeah, uh, Ricky Flair. He forgot. He forgot about Sting. Oh, Flair. You know, in terms of you know, when it comes to Michael Cole's statement, I I humbly disagree. He's not the greatest champion ever. All right. He wasn't. The, he wasn't the greatest champion, but he had a great run. Like I said, I mean, it's not as bad as you know, <laughs> you know, other horrible title runs that as you've witnessed in the past. Yeah, he's no David Arquette. I get that. <laughs> David Arquette. I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so any other reason why people really are getting behind this match between Goldberg and Brock Lesnar? As a Goldberg fan, you want to see this match again? It happened already, right? Yeah. As a Goldberg fan, I mean, I am 50-50 with this match given the fact that they're first match back in WrestleMania 20 was abysmal, to say the least. Mm-hmm. Like Brock Lesnar? But... I like Brock Lesnar, but I prefer Goldberg. I'm always been a Goldberg fan. Were but you? Brock Lesnar's a great superstar, too. Back in the day, whose side were you on? WCW or WWF? I was on um, WCW side for the most part. You lost. See, that, that, you that's lost. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I still tune into WWF, though. At the time, I switched, you know, left to right to channels. And so is this Bill Goldberg's like last dance? You think he's gonna be a one shot deal and gonna move on, or do you want to see more? Well, basically, um, well Goldberg's want to know between him and Brock Lesnar, so it can there's gonna be a chance that he might he might lose that battle, but who knows? Maybe he will be thrown the beast. He's gonna be thrown he's, the beast. He's gonna be thrown the beast, and you know. Probably oh, he's gonna be the one to just you know slay the beast, say the least. So and so, um, therefore, I mean, it's really tough to say, you know, to just determine the outcome. I think Brock is gonna win it, but who knows? There could be a rubber, rubber match for uh, next year's WrestleMania or or for the Royal Rumble. Uh, a friend of mine on Facebook posted when Goldberg came out, he had goosebumps. Were you that excited? I had goosebumps, absolutely. Oh, wow. Is there any any wrestling persona that is not in the WWE right now that you could see coming back that could give you those goosebumps? Anybody left? Yeah, who's your number two? Like, anybody who left that could come back to WWE. Yeah. Mm, CM Punk, without a doubt. Mm, even though he's in the main right. now. See, I know because, I like this kid. Because for, like one this thing, kid. CM, for one thing, CM Punk, and he's my Number four all-time favorite wrestler, and quite frankly, I'm 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 straight as well. So he's one of my top role models. So it will be so it'll be such a pleasant moment to see his return in WWE. But it's not going to be anytime soon. But never say never. Well, speaking of role models, the other thing that Bill Goldberg came out was with this new persona about him loving the kids. Like he was kissing kids left and right. Like he just started picking up stranger kids. <laughs> I guess he's a good about? guy. <laughs> like I guess that kid he picked up at the ramp. I was like, did he think that was his son? And like, accidentally was like, oop, not my kid. Let me put him back. I guess I know being a father on his part just gave him the proper merit to you know be a role model for the kids. I mean, that's not to say that Ryback can be a great role model though. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe instead of Bill Goldberg saying who's next, it should be feed him more. 
say uh, yeah. Goldberg does stick around, uh, who would you like to see him face off in your dream match? Hmm, that's really tough. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a really tough one. If Goldberg ever sticks around, besides Brock Lesnar, which, you know, that's not really a dream match that, ha- that has already happened. Yeah. Um, I will say him versus, um, I don't know. <laughs> it's really tough. I mean, I was thinking easy. I think it's John Cena and John Cena. I, it could be, yeah, John I Cena. That, the most AJ part. Styles. You should say Braun Strowman, man. Braun that's, Strowman. That's oh, oh, face, oh, no. Uh, uh, how about the the greatest Stop. currently guy in the roster, The Miz? <laughs> the, <laughs> but he's on yeah. Raw right now. He's not on SmackDown. Whoa, anymore. Miz is yeah. Mm. Miz is excelling so much. Oh, you're a Miz guy. I know this guy. <laughs> Well, before yeah, we Miz get... has done so much since you know since he has great mic skills. I was never a fan of his wrestling, but as a matter of fact, for Goldberg, he I can... like a coward. But yeah, anyways, um, Goldberg versus John Cena will be so pro- will be so probable for a dream match. John Cena clearly wins. John Cena's the best. <laughs> Cena wins, laughing out loud. Hashtag no. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, we before we let. <laughs> Uh, this train get away from us. We have a whole lot of other news to get a hold of. So uh, why don't you just stick around? We'll play some games with you later on in other news. TNA money troubles have come to light and they are wow. It's all about the money, huh? Yes. There is a lot to this story. Let's try to go through as fast as possible on the latest wrestling observer radio dave Meltzer discussed tna will likely file for bankruptcy there's no indication as to what would happen next but the main creditors are for sure going to end up being billy corgan arrow lux and the fight network he didn't directly say if tna and a will be filing for chapter 7 or chapter 11 it's likely possible that if TNA filed for Chapter 7, they would be, it would be the end of the company. But didn't uh, Billy Corgan also file like a lawsuit against them? Uh, TNA has several TV tapings scheduled for Universal Studios in early January. Yes, Billy Corgan did file a lawsuit against yeah. Impact Wrestling. Their parent company, Impact Ventures LLC, TNA Chief Financial Officer Dean Broadhead, weird name. Hold on. I don't think that this is glorious for TNA chairperson <laughs> Dixie Carter and even Dixie Carter's husband, Serge Salias. The suit was filed in Chancey Court in Nashville, Tennessee this past Wednesday. Temporary trading order has been approved with Corgan filing a bond earlier this week to support it. He has requested a six-person jury decide the outcome of the case. As far as the lawsuit against TNA goes, Billy Corgan's spokesperson, Alisa Dross, Mr. Josh Krishnan, issued the following statement, and I quote, as president, Billy is looking out for the long-term interests of the company, its employees, its talent, as well as its stakeholders and contractors, and will likely try to work with them in the coming weeks and secure a deal if allowed by the Carters. David Meltzer adds that there's a fraud involved as well in terms of not being told what the certain financial things 
and information withheld by Dixie Carter to Billy Corgan that he should have known. There's a lot of lawsuits that that they're approaching. Oh, we're not done. No? As we mentioned in previous episodes, TNA is being sued by Eric Bischoff. Right. And now by Billy Corgan. That's two. But also their former production company, Audience of One Productions, or AO1. The lawsuit, which is initially filed back in September 27th in the U.S. District Court of Eastern Virginia, asked for a total of 223000 plus interest of what is described as breach of contract and TNA violating, violating Virginia code. Oh, man. Another new... Oh, no. We're not no, done. No. Oh. The Tennessee Department of Revenue has filed a tax lien on TNA back on September 8th due to unpaid taxes with the Davidson County Register of Deeds. According to the tax lien, TNA also owes a total of $3.4 million to uh, Anthem, Aerolux, and MCC, debt, debts of which do not include what Dixie Carter and or the company owe Corgan for the Impact Wrestling television tapings that he personally funded, which we mentioned, yeah, we mentioned several that. times. Woo. That's a lot. In other news, a story I can't bear to talk about. So, Green Man, all yours. I wonder why, Michael J. Could it be because at a WWC Aniversario 43 event in Puerto Rico, Paige... Anniversary 43, by the way. Your girl, Paige, stepped yes. into a ring to propose to Alberto Del Rio. Oh, he's taking a few shots. He doesn't like this news at all. Ooh, a couple shots of wrestling going down. Yeah, all at once. Oh, man. Well, Paige spoke to Pro Wrestling PR and stated that she feels good and jokes that Del Rio didn't say no in front of everyone. Paige went on to say that uh, popping the question in the ring was appropriate because they're part of a big wrestling family. Paige's dad, Ricky Knight, has taken to social media to express his sentiments against his daughters, against his daughter getting married with Del Rio, and Knight posted this. This may be shocking news. Putting this out there and saying no more about it to anyone. I am totally against my daughter marrying that man. Statement over. No, he what he wouldn't say that to. To me. Michael J. Putty marrying yep. his daughter. Yeah, you love me. Yeah. Parents love me. They do. You have a Juno Sequa about you. Yeah. You have a muy simpatico. We're not done yet. A uh, shot of wrestling please. reached out to Del Rio's wife's lawyer. Here we go. Interesting. Yes, Del Rio. Does he still have a wife? Well, Raymond Raffoul. Uh, um, spoke about the engagement and was asked if the divorce between Del Rio and Angela Velke was finalized. Mm-hmm. She said, no. Mm-hmm. They are far from it at this stage. Of course, Paige should watch carefully how Alberto mm-hmm. is denying and treating his current wife and the mother of his children mm-hmm. in this divorce. History tends to repeat itself. Ouch, burn. Del Rio is still technically married to his ex-wife or current wife. In other news. Oh, I mean, I'm fine. That's right. I'm fine. Why are you? It's fine. We talked about her heart. Yeah, tissue. 
Here, take a tissue. No, we talked about Bret Hart's comments about the Hall of Fame and the Freebirds last week. Yeah, we thought it was a little bit out of line. Earlier this week, he went to his Facebook and sent out the an apology. And oh. I quote, I like to take this opportunity to formally apologize to Michael Hayes. A while back, I made comments about the Freebirds not being as worthy to be in the WWE Hall of Fame as others. It was unfair of me to dismiss their contributions to the industry. And they certainly did great things in Texas with the Von Eric family. Michael Hayes always treated me with great respect, as did Terry Gordy, Ronnie Gavin, and Buddy Rogers. And I'm sorry if I disrespected any of them with my comments. You think? Yeah, you did. He further commented, furthermore, I apologize to both Triple H and Seth Rollins, surprisingly, for any hurtful comments I made on my podcast. The reality of all this is the reason I quit doing podcasts in general because they're for the most part an outlet for negativity and have left me with a reputation of being angry and bitter my apologies to all Bret Hart obviously that doesn't listen to the show because we're not negative we're not negative at all I mean sometimes I in the intro I, I put you down yeah. but lately I've all been, the time but lately I've been uh, a little bit more so Bret, gracious in a place to you. of positivity comfort come to our show yeah a shot of wrestling you're the booker here uh, in Queens New York reach out to me yeah, I might have to. In other news. Well, well, well. I love talking about my boy CM Punk. Oh, he's in the news? Oh, let's move on. He yeah. had, obviously, you know, a well-documented UFC journey. He trained for nearly two years before being beaten by Mickey Gall at UFC 203. Two minutes. He has said that he will not be giving up the sport, but the opportunity to fight in the UFC again is unlikely. UFC president made the following comments on UFC tonight on FS1. He said... It's Fox Sports 1. Yeah, that's the abbreviation. Yeah, but don't know. Oh, okay, got it. Um, he said, is CM Punk going to be the guy who is going to stay in the UFC and continue to fight? Probably not. But he wanted to try it. I like the guy. I respect the guy. He wanted to fight in the UFC. He wanted to do it. He trained for two years, and he did it. Give him one more chance. Brock Lesnar lost in his first match. Uh, I'm not a CM Punk fan. Just give him one more shot, man. If he's making you money, would you pay for CM Punk? No. To watch CM Punk again? No. I didn't pay the first time. Well, maybe that's the reason he's not going to come back. What Jeff did. And that's why (laughs) I want to see it. Yeah. I I would... I would pay my, my money this season. Just give him one more shot. That's all yeah. he asked for. It couldn't hurt, right? Yeah. In other news. Um, my girl, Mickey James, will make her return to the company at next month's NXT TakeOver Toronto event to challenge Asuka for the NXT Women's Championship. In an update, in terms of Mickey's future with the WWE, she is only signed to appear at this particular event. However... The possibility is still there for her to make future appearances. There's also a rumor that she's been offered a job at the Performance Center, which makes sense. Oh, that's pretty cool. Sorry, sir, doing that. This is the same. In the same report, also states there were apparently plans for the Trish Stratus to make a return to the company, which I did not hear about. No, but she's Prager, so she can. at some point this year, possibly for this match. However, like oh, you just okay. said, she is pregnant, like reported last week, with her second child. And it appears the E has opted to bring back Mickey instead. I am not against this. I have been a Mickey James fan since day one. So I'm um, excited to see this. And this. Very excited. Well, actually, like Mickey wants to watch the takeover. 
Yeah. So, good luck with James. She won't win. But it's fun to, it's fun to pretend. So, Asuka is going to continue being undefeated. Check out the Yeah. Other That's news. awesome. All right. Well, speaking but of Mickey James. Yeah, go ahead. We're trying to watch WWE WrestleMania 20. Like for the third or fourth time. And it keeps bringing us back to WrestleMania 22. And now it just bring us to another WrestleMania. Obviously, the network is... Maybe the, maybe right the network doesn't want us to see any uh, Chris Benoit stuff. Yeah, maybe. Possible. Possible. In other news. Conspiracy. Uh, well, while speaking of Mickey James, Mickey James' former lover, John Cena, is I in the news. Nice. Forbes posted a story claiming that WWE officials have been discussing the possibility of turning John Cena into... Wait for it. A face? Wait, wait for it. A heel. But more seriously than in the past when he has been one, their reports is claiming that his role with the company isn't as strong as it used to be. And he was wrestling when he was wrestling a full-time schedule. Yeah, that makes sense. There's a belief they may end up turning Cena heel now. WWE would then be able to utilize him more by helping the next generation of top baby faces get over so, the idea is that Cena will return from his break and later enter into a feud with The Undertaker at WrestleMania 33. Do you see this happening? I don't see... I don't see that. Happening. I don't see a Hina, Cena heel turn coming He's up. He's top merchandiser seller. All his shit with the Make-A-Wish. I don't see this happening. There, there needs to be a top face to take over. There's none. But there's no one right now. You think possibly uh, Rollins could step into that role? No, not even close. I like his new shirt. It's that freaking Rollins. Speaking of The Undertaker, last week... I'm sorry, another news. Last weekend, The Undertaker (laughs) took two pictures of the fans, which which I noticed. Uh, Pictures which crutches are very visible. Okay. After some investigating about yours truly, turns out The Undertaker was using those crutches to walk because he recently had hip surgery. As we all know, he has a history of hip, leg, and back problems. Surgery, which was confirmed today, Wednesday, by Tim White and Michelle McCool, his wife. There's no word exactly when that surgery took place, but he attended a wedding in early September and did not have those crutches. So, one and one equals two. So, obviously, it's been pretty recent. Yeah. The Undertaker has not been seen since defeating Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. So with your story, you just about John, uh, part about John Cena. Do you think we'll see the 51 year old legend step into the ring again? Take care if you're listening, because we know you are. If Sabu could do it, so can you, my friend. If Sabu, yeah, but Sabu was it. limping. It wasn't that great of a match either, and wasn't televised to millions of people. It was to what 50 people in a bingo hall. Yeah, if Sabu could do it. You could do it too. Do you think he will ruin his legacy by coming back if he can't? Uh, yeah, I think I think he would. If he's not coming back 100%, then he shouldn't come back at all. Exactly. Uh, in other news. I agree. Uh, well, since Hideo Itami is out of action. Which you reported last week. That's right. Good job. Kota Abushi It's a brand new tag team partner. And William Rigo posted an announcement saying that one has been found just in time for the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Which starts when? Do you know? Uh, this week. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll believe it. His partner... His new partner is none other than my boy, TJ Perkins. Is he your boy, though? Yeah, he is. 
Go play some video games. Game over. Right. In other news. Lillian Garcia has taken to her official Twitter page to provide an update on the health of her father, who, as we all know, she's been helping care for ever since she left WWE in August. He's battling several types of cancer, which, you know, sucks. In her post, Garcia acknowledged not being active on her social medias and then notes that the reason is that her father has taken a turn for the worse and his health has started to decline. So our thoughts and prayers are with her and her family at this time in other news. Yeah, well, speaking of from one father to another, the father, the WWE Vince McMahon, will be writing the foreword for the upcoming WWE book release entitled WWE NXT The Future Is Now which we reported like early on episodes uh, about the writing of this book. Mm-hmm. Um, now, this book is now scheduled to be released on April 11, 2017. NXT The Future Is Now follows the rise of WWE's popular NXT brand from its conception to the brink of taking over WWE with its own rabid following. NXT, as remember, was this competition show. Yeah. And then it became like yeah. a developmental. It was like three seasons and then all of a sudden became... It was the fourth season. They started as the same reality competition and it went nowhere. They stopped it in the middle. And a couple months later we have this. Yeah. So. Well, speaking of a brand that's been following its conception and now has its own rabbit following. Who else has its own rabbit following in other news? Chuck Carroll. Not the man it was talking about of CBS Sports interviewed James Ellsworth. That's the man. When asked if six months ago someone would have told you you'd be wrestling for the WWE Championship, what would you have said? His reply was, I would have laughed at him. Yeah, right. That's a joke. I would have never thought in a they million years swerved. that I would have ever been wrestling for the world championship makes sense he has done have the look doesn't have the character no charisma never in a million years when asked about his path to the wwe and not going through nxt and how he did he break in with the wwe please tell me so i could do it too you should i'm I'm taking let me take the pad out he replied and i quote Years ago, I went on WWE.com and kept sending them I'm my resume. All the time. I'm always doing that. And I see job postings. I send my shit all the time. Pictures and videos oh, okay. of the matches. He's been wrestling for 14 years. Wow. Finally, in 2014, they called me to be an extra. For what? Take a guess. Um, NXT? I got to be a Rosebud with Adam Rose. Ever since then, every time they're within 250 miles from where I live, which is Baltimore... They would contact me to be intent enhancement talent Maryland. for their shows, which they were, which he did for Braun Strowman. Yeah, and somehow the crowd reacted. He wrote back on SmackDown several times, and he got a championship match. That's awesome. Talk about his grandchildren, and it's he's a weak, nobody, not in shape, not good looking, nothing to his character, nothing. In the industry, 14 years, married with, I think, three kids, two, three mm-hmm. kids. And I'm still single. I don't, I don't get that. But if you're his kid, 
and you see him. He's a joke. He's nothing to look at. He's nothing to take seriously. And now he's on SmackDown wrestling for the... As his kid, I can't imagine what his kids are thinking right now. Well, when I was a little green boy, my dad saw that I was a big wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. And he construed this story about how he once, in his past, got into a wrestling ring with Ric Flair. Okay. <laughs> Not, never heard it before. Okay. And uh, I'm young, and I'm like, really, Dad? Well, how was it? What did you do? He's like, yeah, we just did these holds, and... Like told me like the tricks that they did and how they talk to each other in the ring and how they prepare themselves for the move and how they um, protect each other to make sure that the moves are being delivered. I I totally bought in. I was like, wow. So it's not true. My my dad faced Ric Flair. It's badass. So just to have that amazement is one thing, which is part of where I could see his kids thinking. And I have a picture with your father. So I have a picture of somebody who faced (laughs) Ric Flair. But then... This guy is actually on TV. Like his kids could see him. Yeah, and he's know? like, so it's like not said, just he, his story. It's not like he's a Adam Rose who has a look and a build. Yeah, he's a wrestler. This yeah. guy is a scrawny, like Gilbert type guy. Yeah, and he's now WWE. Like, it reminded me of Zach Gowan. Zach Gowan was in way better shape than but Ellsworth, he, but he was a skinny nothing with no leg. Okay. <laughs> But now I'm curious to see where they go from now because they invested in a shirt for him, which I have. So I'm gonna see what they go from James Ellsworth from here, and it'll be interesting. In other news, well, 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 two indie promoters were trying to get the Boogeyman mm-hmm. to sign for a show or gotcha. two, but the Boogeyman had declined as he stated that he was has plans of returning to the WWE. One of the promoters were trying to book the Boogeyman in December, and the other was inquiring about bookings in January. It should be noted that the return has not been confirmed by the Boogeyman or the WWE in other news. Do you care? Not a big Boogeyman fan, to be honest with you. Uh, We mentioned this, I think, last week, two weeks ago. WWE this week filed motions in all of the consolidated lawsuits that deal with both contract issues and concussions in regard to former talent. In particular, one of the exhibits is something that was sent to the plaintiffs in WWE back in August, which proves that a total of 19 out of the 50 wrestlers involved (sighs) signed away their right to sue the company. Wow. They listed those 19 individuals, which we're not going to mention because... It's a long list. Yeah. That sucks for them. Never sign something. You're not sure what's going on. Always get a lawyer to read shit first. In other news. Well, Tommy and Big Damo. Damn right, Big Damo. And crazy Mary Dobson have officially joined the WWE Performance Center. Congratulations. Congratulations. They will be trained in the WWE way that the WWE wishes their superstars would be in the ring. I always hear that. That's a big thing. How yeah, it's, it's a it's WWE a big, way. It's a big difference from Indies or TNA it's to WWE. Well, you know, when I see people cutting promos like Stephanie McMahon, the ultimate tweener, backstage. Um, Is she, though? Uh, yeah, like, one day she's hot. The other day she's cold. She's, like, hot, cold mm. every single week. I mean, she loves uh, Mick Foley the other day. But, she's, like, screaming at him. Wasn't James Ellsworth a tweener? 
How do you figure? Because people are cheering the fuck out of him. Yeah, but he's but a then face. You still had like diehard cheering for AJ Styles in the match. I was like, was he? I don't know. Whatever. Well, the point I was gonna make is you could see Stephanie McMahon literally like talking to someone and by looking at them, but her body is facing straight at the camera. So anytime mm-hmm. they're doing her interview body segments. Be. But it's like me, that's a WWE way where it's like, you know, you're blocking yourself. And, you know, maybe we should get someone who's like in the arts to kind of explain a little bit more of this blocking stuff. Yeah, should. Yeah. I'll, I'll get right on that. Maybe you next do week. it. Um, in other news? That's nope, all I got. That's it. Time to refill our drinks, my friend. Um, all right. Because we're going to probably say tweener one more time or two. <laughs> I don't see how, but okay. <laughs> Uh, We'll be right back. Shot of Wrestling presents Raw and SmackDown. Cheers and heels. All right, so uh, take it away. All right. Raw. Obviously, the big story coming from Raw was Goldberg. Bill Goldberg returns to Monday Night Raw. We talked about it early on in the show. Will I cheer it or will I heal it? I know. You don't know? I do know. You do know. Let me start here. I'm going to cheer Goldberg's original music being played when he came out. Did you notice that? Like his original WCW music was played. Yeah, that was his original music. I didn't know he had different music. Well, well, maybe you should watch Raw again because I'm going to heal the fact that the WWE updated music ended the segment. I didn't notice that. They're very similar, but there are slight differences. Okay. Besides that, I really wasn't invested in the whole Bill Goldberg. I was actually more upset at the fans and how well he was received. You heard me earlier on the show. Um, he's a sweaty man, this Bill Goldberg. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I think in the middle of it, like someone had to hand him a towel to dry himself off. Um, yeah, I found that his speech was pretty good for an uh, old-timer coming back. His reusing of the word maybe, well, maybe, you know, Goldberg should get into the ring, and maybe 
Brock Lesnar should be next. Yeah, he should be. You know? And I thought it was kind of hysterical how he was just stealing babies. So it put a lot of butts in seats. It was great. That's, 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 that's <laughs> <I think so. laughs> um, and because of that, I am going to cheer Bill Goldberg's return. What? Even though I do not like the character Bill Goldberg, I do not like him as a fan. I'm just like not into Bill Goldberg. Sorry, but I cheer it because it was great for Raw. I'm someone who has a keen eye for the specifics. Okay. I look at the background. I look at certain things. I've been trained that Very way. detail oriented. Yeah, detail. I took a couple classes in high school and college. I got to heal Goldberg. Oh. Besides the obvious, because I don't care. Yeah. I'm not a Goldberg guy. I'm not a WCW guy. Never been. Never will be. That's okay. You were on the winning team. Yeah, damn right. <laughs> and like you said, last week he said, he said, oh, Bill Goldberg, a rear match. If this is the match, he's coming. Last week. I got to heal Goldberg because he was sweating his ass off for really not doing much. <laughs> And I get maybe it's the adrenaline, the excitement from being in front of the crowd. Like I said, at one point they gave him a towel. Yeah. Uh, you're sweating your ass off. Take your jacket Take off. Take your jacket off, bro. <laughs> maybe open it up, especially since you're wearing a Goldberg t-shirt underneath. He was? Yeah, a brand new WWE, brand new Goldberg uh, t-shirt. that's bullshit. And he decided to wear and his affliction jacket. And you're sweating your ass off, and it's zipped up to the fucking hilt. Open it up. Show your t-shirt. Get yeah, get some air. Take your jacket off, maybe. God forbid. Show your fucking little tattoo. Man, it was fucking annoying. Oh, wait. He was sweating a lot. Yeah, and he, also he opened it up and started taking it off as he was coming up the ramp as the camera faded to black. He was definitely overwhelmed by the crowd reaction, though. Like, yeah. like he teared up a little bit. You do remember. You yeah, didn't forget. He was hugging and kissing all those kids who probably had no clue who he is. Like you said, the Things. Why do people remember him? Like, it's and big, bring him back in such high esteem. It's a big deal in yeah. WCW. Back in the day. I don't think if he ever left or, like, he'll come back every now and then, it wouldn't be, wouldn't be a big deal. But he said he would never come back, left in awkward terms, been a critic of the company, and now they kissed him made up because well, I think the only guy- everyone's got a price. <laughs> so Everybody's that's going to pay. Yeah. Well, if the WWE could learn anything from Bill Goldberg's return is uh, if you want to get someone over, have them go away for 12 years. Yeah. So, uh, Roman Reigns, bye-bye. See yeah. you in 12 years. See you Come back there. and we'll love you. Yeah. That's I still it. love you. I'm wearing a shirt right now. <laughs> That's all. Uh, I'm a heel. The entire uh, show? No. Yeah. I, thought, I thought it was a solid show. It kept my interest, and which is pretty hard for Raw to keep my interest on a three-hour show. Um, but I'm a heel with what the hell happened at the end of the Dana and Bailey match. That um, was a total screw up on Dana's part. I cheered that because uh, I liked. First of all, she looked amazing. Uh, but I cheered that Dana Brooke beat her cleanly. But yeah, I kind I think of it was a botch up. It was kind of a weird ending. Yeah, it yeah. didn't make any e- sense. Even the announcers were kind of like, "Oh, uh, Dana Brooke beat her fair and yeah. square. Fair and square. Wow." There's no oh, reports or anything. So I cheered that because good for her character, good for her. And but, like, but it, t- it totally looked like she was going to kick out. Heal. No, she was going oh. to heal, be a heel, and put her feet on the ropes. Oh. So now 
Bailey could contest the victory, but mm-hmm. she was too far from the road. Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. So that's why I'm a heel. I'm a heel because you know I don't think that that's how it was supposed to go down. But I cheered because I liked it. Okay. Um, a cheer. I'm gonna cheer the uh, intro to Monday Night Raw. I without Paige. Without Paige. Yeah, she was out of this week's intro. No, not that. Not the intro. Intro oh, like okay. starting the show with Kevin Owens, oh, okay. Sparkle Crotch, and Seth Rollins. Spark. You really like Sparkle Crotch? <laughs> I thought it was funny. I got a little chuckle out of it. I enjoyed it. Um, and I think this was a great strategy for the E to put for Monday Night Raw. Start off your show with your top guys. Yeah. You want the show yeah, to get off on a, on a good, great place? Start it off with your top guys. Your Universal Champion, Kevin Owens. Chris Jericho, one of the best heels in the business. And Seth Rollins, someone who has obviously proven to be over since inception. So, yeah, great. And the other thing that I like, because you're big into the details, I like the new design of the list of Jericho clipboard. Yeah. You know what I found interesting on that? I think creatively, they didn't think this list of Jericho was going to take off like it did. I can't see how they could. So a few weeks ago, someone's like, oh, you know, if you're going to do this list thing, maybe we should put a logo in it. Here, I printed out something on my PC. Just just tape it up to to your your clipboard and we'll call it a day. Yeah. Few weeks later, doesn't matter. Everybody will forget. And people are not forgetting, so they nope. had to go nope. a little bit more elaborate and actually like give them a nice design to it. I enjoyed it. Yeah, uh, I got to cheers the new day. Totally making fun of outright mocking Seamus. Yeah, call him hot garbage. <laughs> I appreciate that. And they can't argue that because Seamus is hot garbage. How do you think they're they're working their uh, Seamus and uh, Cesaro? Do you like uh, what they're please, doing with them? Please don't tell me they win. Please don't tell me because they're hyping up the New Day record. All right, the they're New Day up, record. The hyping up that these guys are enemies and they shouldn't be a tag team and they won't be cohesive. I'm glad. And we've seen this in the past, which means they win the titles. Okay, I'm hoping that's what they're going. For. So I'm glad you mentioned the New Day record, which is at what was it 420 this 420 past Monday, week, right? and I think the record's 470. 470 held by demolition, yeah. right? It'd be stupid. Stupid. Really just dumb, stupid. Stupid and dumb. If, if the WWE has grown a tag team to get so close to the record mm-hmm. and not take it over. Oh, okay. Because you know how long and how much invested someone has to be with a group that they're okay for them to go. 470 plus days to take over this this title this this what so is what it? happens because we've seen this in the past and the past has proved the dysfunctional forced together hate each other tag team always wins comes out on top because that equals like oh now what happens give the new day the record I, saw, the, I, I think they deserve it I, I think they do I too I totally think that they've done a great job getting over, yeah, especially from when they started to where they are now. It is three of them, yet Xavier Woods doesn't really wrestle that much. Uh, yeah, great. I don't know. Yeah, it's just too close. Don't cut him off. Yeah. Heal? I got to heal both turning on Axel. I just didn't like it. Uh, wow. You know, I was watching it, I'm like, ooh, Bo, Michael J. Putty might like this. No, Bo, they're forcing both in this thing. Which is apparently like following the same formula. Like this is like, a heel going against some guy. 
uh, taking my TV time away from Nia Jax, apparently. Yeah, what happened to Nia? She hasn't been on TV. Uh, Axel's his good friend. Now? He's the only one who Bo leaves in Bo. And he turns on him for no reason. I don't no. like it. It seems weird. There was a reason. because He says it. He's the only one that believes in Bo. And Chris Axel's it, too. No, he's the only, uh, he's the only one. There, there shouldn't be anybody else. And if there's someone else, you should get rid of them. Don't carry the fucking sign. Because he's the only one that believes in Bo. Don't carry the fucking sign. I don't like the sign, though. Get rid of the sign. I agree on that part. I'm a cheers. The Meet the Rusevs oh. segment. thought it was great. I, I agree. With you. <laughs> I will hear that, too. I agree with you. The pictures were good, and then I thought they were just like make believe. Way too long. But then I was like, wait, this, this is actually Rusev's family. Yeah. This is awesome. Way too long. And I love it when he started yelling not to boo his mother. Don't boo my mother. And then he tells Rain, don't say anything about my family. No, you could say anything you want about my family, but don't talk crap yeah. about me. And yeah. I was like, oh, okay. That was weird. The whole thing was weird. Way too long. Was um, Choreography-wise, I think the slap was timed perfectly with Lana like to a super kick. That was awesome. So you think so you dance, huh? Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. I'm going to cheers Corey Graves calling Rom the abominable showman. <laughs> great, great line. Great timing. Great. Uh, Corey Graves is awesome. I got a heel. Something I think I talked about you a couple times off air. <sighs> that fucking crowd. Uh. The crowd in Denver. Mainly, Paul Heyman comes out well, via interview. Yeah. Mentions them chanting Goldberg. And then, of course, everybody in unison has to start chanting Goldberg. Just shut up. Don't feed into his his little scheme. He can mention the crowd chanting Goldberg without you chanting Goldberg. It's... Uh, the thing with Paul so, Heyman is he ha- he's, he's like the puppet master. And, yeah, he, he, and everybody in that arena, no matter what arena he's in, they're all his puppets. Yeah, but I was like... If I heard that in the crowd, I'm like, oh, he wants me to chant Goldberg. I'm not going to chant Goldberg because we're not supposed to like. We're not supposed to like heels, right? That's what you're going to say? Wow, you're really upset. Did you break something over there? No. Fucking, you deserve a chance too the other week. (laughs) Way too much. I feel like the uh, the E started to listen to me a little bit about the Cruiserweight Classic. Well, that sucks and it's pointless oh, and it's no, condensed to one match because the guys are fucking changing the ropes in the fucking mat or wasting their fucking time. They didn't listen to me completely, but they listened to partially what I said last week about the strategy that they should go into the Cruiserweight tra- uh, Classic matches and they should build it all around Cruiserweight Champion. Stop calling it Cruiserweight Classic. It's not a classic anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not a division. tournament. Yeah, it's a division now. Stop yeah. treating it as it's a classic. It's the right. division now. I can't about it. But even the man with the plan started talking to TJ Perkins. He's like, you're not in the Cruiserweight Classic anymore. This is raw. Yeah, damn right. Thank and you this for is, listening to me. And this is some, some... It's not the same how it was back it's then. Not. No. So it's like they were, they're starting to listen to me and they're starting to play along and they really want to see if it catches fire. Yeah. And it will. They as won't. soon as you drop the ropes and drop the mat. Oh, so like a couple like, weeks ago, yeah. So it's stupid. We're going to like it a lot more. So, so I said that a couple weeks ago, so you're agreeing with me. Yeah, I'm agreeing with you and I'm so agreeing. I said it first. And I'm uh, cheering with the E that they're starting to listen. Okay. Um, a heel. 
Sami Zayn as Braun Strowman's competition. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that one. Way disappointing. All right, because we've talked about this in previous episodes. Who could be the person that after he does the handicap matches, the one on two, then one on three. The only person I could see was Big Shell because size, style, shape. You give me fucking Sami Zayn? Now, some guy just threw together to face another tag team last week. I'm not a big Sami Zayn fan. Oh, surprise. Okay, but... But if, oh jeez! If they're gonna, I think they're gonna bury Sami Zayn because the only way that Strowman could come out strong is if he treats Sami Zayn just like the rest of his competition and he beats him and he moves on to the next competition and hopefully getting to who we think should be that person that stops him, the Big Show. I oh, so you agree with the Big Show? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I initially said Goldberg, but obviously they're not going in that direction. So I got for Raw because Raw was... Yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. all I have for Raw, too. All right, SmackDown. What you got? Heel. Ooh, starting with a heel for SmackDown? Yeah, really heel SmackDown. Wow. No need. No need for a casket. <laughs> <laughs> Only the Undertaker can pull it off. You, my friend, are no Undertaker. It was awkward. It didn't make any sense. Why are you in a casket? I have to disagree. Made no sense. It was stupid. It was pointless. It doesn't even work with your character. You're not even a fucking dead man. You're not dealing with bodies and souls and shit. Made no sense. And is this... Please don't tell me this is leading to a casket match. Absolutely it is. It doesn't make any sense. It make, makes, no, makes no sense. Absolutely it is. Just save yourself the trouble and don't do this. I cheers abort, that. Abort. Control. Ultimately. Abort this now. <laughs> No, I, I honestly, I, I, I cheered it uh, be, because Ow. I respect the E for not giving up on Bray and Orton because everybody else has. And they were like, no, Orton. we believe in this. Orton. Okay. Yeah. We believe in, in Randy not, Orton. Not Orton. Yeah. We believe in Randy Orton. Not Orton. Um, the casket was a great use, especially since they brought Kane into the mix. Oh. Yeah. I agree that maybe Bray Wyatt was not cut out to do the casket thing about on his own but once you bring in Kane brother nope. of the dead man he's been nope. in casket matches matches before I thought it was a nice change nope. so I'm interested to see where they're going to take it not even close I told you it was taking a casket match and please I do not want to see that no one wants that's to see exactly that that's exactly what, what, no what I want to see, see. Want, I want to see why would you want to see a casket it. match it's Bray Wyatt in a casket between match between Randy Orton who has nothing to do with caskets or dead men and Randy Orton who has nothing to do with caskets or dead men it's not his character it's not his gimmick it's, it's, it's just stupid it's stupid Stupid. The whole character is stupid. <laughs> Bray Wyatt Husky Harris. Oh. I, I, I still believe in my boy Bray Wyatt. Um, I also liked how the Miz all of a sudden has cheerleaders now. Like the spirits yeah, were sticking yeah. around. You know, and like they came down in his intro and everything. So the Miz definitely deserves some goons. I like it. Build the Miz's stable. Miz is, is too great for stuff. He doesn't goons. He doesn't henchmen. Yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Makes it great. Oh. They're, they're, they're Miziacs. That's not a word. No. Ever <laughs> they're the Miziacs. Like Hulkamaniacs, the they're Miziacs. Mis- they're misfits. Oh, misfits. <laughs> yeah, it fits better. Any other heels or cheers for no. you? No, oh, I got cheers. Uh, cheers. Kurt Hawkins. The, Ooh. the Prince of Queens, as he's been called. 
Mm, mm. Uh, right here in Queens, right off the block. Really? Literally right off the block. Oh, Kurt Hawkins, huh? Um, Mets fan. Okay. He's worn attire yeah, like custom made by the Seven Line Army. Oh, yeah, I like that. Big Queens guy. And uh, I like the Prince of Queens play off the opposite King of Queens. Um, yeah, it's cool. Happy to see he's actually doing something now. And I healed. Not Kurt Hawkins. Oh, but I healed the direction that they're heading with Kurt Hawkins. I feel like they're going to waste him with this gimmick that he's doing. Like, how long could this lift through? What gimmick? This whole... I'm Kurt Hawkins kind of thing. Matt Hardy worked. Yeah, but he's not... He's, I think there's just something better that he could do. No, I think because he, he didn't use him beforehand. Now they're giving him a, a push. This could go somewhere. Mm. This could go somewhere. I'm, I'm curious to see where it goes. I hope. I could hope. And I like to, I mean, I don't know why they're using the Eva Marie thing where he's teasing his debut. Yeah. The, the, is it, and I don't know why they're they not just needed back to give the guy, who, the guy who did the intro for Eva Marie, they just needed to give him a little bit of a job? No, because not even because Kurt Hawkins is doing it. No, he's not. How is he doing it if he's the one walking down? Oh, did you miss it? Did you fast oh. forward that part? He's, he's saying his own entrance. No, he's walking out. Yeah, while he's talking. No, he's not talking. No, not live. He's pre-recorded his own entrance. Wow, that's amazing. That's, that's him, not even Marie's guy. Oh. I miss even Marie. I don't know why she's not coming back here. Especially it's over. I know she's filming a movie, I think. Yeah, that's Bring right. her fucking back. I got one cheers left. I'll let you... I'll save it to the end. Um. Well, I have a, a cheer at Carmella who put Nikki in her place. Yeah. In her place. I don't know what to do with that because it kind of felt like a... I like that it was the top of the hour. Yeah. But Did you feel of, it was forced? It kind of felt like it was just one big Total Bellas commercial. Mm. I could see that. Yeah. I could see that. I, I liked it. I enjoyed it. Because... Well, Carol looked fine dressed down with the jeans. And yeah, she always looks good. Yeah. Um, and she did the moonwalk, which was great. Yeah, probably everyone can do that. Uh, I'm a cheers. The great end to the championship match between AJ Styles and your boy, James Ellsworth. Yeah. Um, got he- some great he- heel heat for AJ by ending it that way. Um, it made him look strong, and uh, he didn't lose the title, so I thought it was great. I only have one heel left, and I'll let you take over, but uh, I'm a heel Dave Otunga. I'm a heel pretty bad, because uh, for weeks I've been saying he just doesn't fit, and now he's just stealing people's lines. Okay. He Every time... Like JBL had said something, he would just repeat it and like paraphrase it, you know. Or or Mauro Renalo would say something, and again he would just paraphrase it. And it's like, do you have an original opinion, or are you just going to repeat what everybody else says? Like uh, Renalo mentioned that uh, Alexa Bliss, you know, was getting in early for Halloween because Freddy of her Freddy Krueger. And that, then that, da- that was a dream come true. Yeah. But then uh, David Otunga takes that as like, oh, yeah, because of Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, she's totally doing that. Now I'm just paraphrasing what he did, but he literally just repeated it in a different sense. So David Otunga, a little work. Sorry, buddy. I am going to cheers. The Miz. My last cheers. 
My last Cheers is broken up to four different Cheers. Ouch. So I combined it into one. Okay. James Ellsworth versus AJ Styles from beginning to end. It was great. I did not fast forward it. I didn't want to because I was enjoyed by it. Styles locked rear chin lock and he was able to get out of it because he had no chin. <laughs> um, and I oh, the details? disagree with you here because I am not a big fan of David Otunga. But however, I love JBL Otunga arguing back and forth throughout the whole match. Every time JBL said something, Otunga had an answer. Every time Otunga said something, JBL had an answer. And it was driving JBL crazy how much he was supported Ellsworth. Their chemistry, this match, I agree with what you were saying, but this match was great. Otunga had an original line. James Ellsworth had the sweet chin music. Mm-hmm. Nope. David Otunga said he hit him with the no chin music. Good job, David Otunga. Finally stepping up, making a joke that worked. It's only one original and joke. Finally the night. I'm sorry, it's a two-hour show. And if you get one original line in a two-hour show, you, can, you need some work. And Dean Ambrose just, once again, for sig- nailing it with his commentary. His actions, his comedic timing. Uh, Dean Ambrose stole this segment. It was great. Do you think that Dean Ambrose is more like the Cena that we've seen in the past? How we enjoy Cena more when he's chasing the title instead of when he is champion? No, because I didn't have a problem with Cena. Um, Ambrose. Ambrose is champion. You did. And yeah, I, I didn't. I, I think made, they could have done a lot they better. They dummied him down. Yeah. But now he's just the way he was just getting under AJ's skin. I actually enjoyed it. I was actually entertained. I thought the whole thing was from start to end. Everybody involved. AJ, James Ellsworth, Otunga, JBL, Dean Ambrose, AJ Styles. It was just great. Beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Well done. Yeah. I thought it was a great way to end SmackDown. Yeah. And he won two weeks in a row. <laughs> He's got more wins than... Uh, hey, John Cena. John yeah. Cena. Yeah. And someone posted that he has more wins in the WWE than Sting. Shame. Burn. That was not me Burn. either. Wow. Burn. My, my man Sting. Don't hit on my man Sting. <laughs> the icon. Sting's awesome. I love Sting. Well, going against Sting's both. Sting's my Goldberg, right? <laughs> right, Jay? Oh, we'll bring him on in a little bit. We'll ask him that. <laughs> yeah. Remind me to. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, going against both the NFL and baseball playoffs, Goldberg's return. No debates this time. No debates. No debates. Finally, yeah. Goldberg's return delivered. For a 3.13 million viewership for Monday Night Raw, which was up 14% from last week. The Chinarella story. Do you have the breakdown of that or just 14 overall? Huh? 14% overall. Don't wonder, I'm assuming it's all in the 10 o'clock hour, but. Oh, I, I can't break down each hour for you. Just give you yeah, work hard next week. The Chinarella story for SmackDown delivered a 2.40 million viewers, which maintained. About even to the previous week of 2.44 million. Um, so even ish because you kind of lost about 4,000. So he had two victories over AJ Styles. Where are they going to go with this guy? He has his own shirt. What, 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 what next for AJ? Uh, hey, if, if Gilberg could get over, who knows? Maybe this guy has a, a little run. Bring him the cruiserweights. Bring him over to yeah. Raw. That's not a bad idea. Put James Ellsworth in the cruiserweights. I like that. Thank you. I like that. If you're listening. All right. That's all I got. Um, so we're all one. 
Not even close. What are you talking about? 14% increase. You lost viewers. old guy from like 13 years ago. Either way. People who never watched. Like, oh, Gopher's going to win. Oh, Smackdown was more entertaining. Was again, not a slam to your show. I think it's because it's two hours. I think it just flows better. (laughs) Raw was two hours. I think it would be a different story. That's all I got. All right. Uh, Refill your drinks and play some games. I like that. Get your boy back on the phone. We'll be right back. Alright, time for some games. You heard from him earlier on today. The Wrestling God. He is back and he's ready to conquer the pyramid. This is the third person attempting to conquer this pyramid. I don't know why why it's so hard to, to conquer. Yeah, no one has conquered the pyramid, my friend. Can you do it, eh? Yeah, I can do it, eh? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Alright, right. Uh, just give you a brief overview of the rules in case you don't know. We're going to play the pyramid. Abel is going to give you topics. There's three categories. Each category has seven topics. And he's going to give you clues. You have to guess what's written on his card. Pretty simple. You can pass it anytime. I, I got faith in this guy. Yeah, I like this guy too. I got, I got, I got a bad feeling. Uh, you can pass it anytime. But he'll, you will come back to it if time permits. You got a minute for, per round. And he's the wrestling god. So, obviously, 
he's he's the first person with the best <coughs> name that I could see winning and conquering this pyramid. Now, if you yes, win, indeed. You win a brand new Shadow Wrestling t-shirt. These shirts are not for sale. They could only be earned by winning games with Michael Hates. Yeah, man. And if you make it to awesome. make it to the bonus rounds, you get a very special gift. Ooh. Awesome. You need two out of three rounds to make it to the bonus round to win the t-shirt. <laughs> if you don't make two out of three rounds and win one round, you make it to the redemption round and you still get a chance to win the shirt, but you don't get the grand prize. So Sounds like a lot of rules. Very confusing, but let, let's, yeah. let's start playing and then... The three categories. What are they? Sounds very simple, no? Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There are three categories. Categories. Title will give you a clue to what is the category is about. Very easy. Category number one is Pucker Up. Pucker Up. Pucker Up. Category number two. Pucker. 21 Red. 21 Red. Category three. Change of Scenery. None of these categories sound like they're wrestling related. Yeah, that's yeah, let's, let's, let's trick you. <laughs> yeah, okay. no, they're not. To a false okay. sense of security. Uh, what category would you like, my friend? Uh, pucker up. Pucker up. Pucker up. All right, this only has six answers, so you need five out of the six here. All right. These are members of the Vince McMahon Kiss My Ass Club. Oh, easy. <coughs> easy, you got oh. this. Oh. <laughs> wrestling yes, I do. Come on. Since there yeah. are... Not seven, but six answers. You're only going to get 50 seconds here. All right. And, oh, wait. Maybe you can't say anything on the card, and you can pass at any time. If you pass, you will come back to it if time permits. You need five out of six, and away. You go. Uh, short Little Leprechaun. Horsewoggle. That's right. Uh, the GM for Monday Night Raw. The G- current Foley. GM. Current GM. McFoley. That's right. McFoley. Um... Stephanie McMahon's brother. Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. You can't say that. Oh, All right. right. Uh, Stephanie. Next. Oh, yeah. Um, the Heartbreak Kid. Shawn Michaels. That's right. Uh, the general manager for NXT. William Regal. That's right. Good job. Um, by God, he nearly killed him. He would say that. Jim Ross. That's right. You're doing great. Woo! Just... Fucking awesome. Part of my language. Wow, no. <laughs> There's no rules here. It's not a piece of There's no fucking rules. Well, fuck that shit, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that shit. Hey, watch your mouth. My grandma listens. Um, (laughs) um, Yeah. He breathes right through that. If Green Man didn't fuck it up, you would probably get six out of six. Wow. I score a lot, eh? Yeah. yeah, (laughs) I like that. All right. uh, Next category. 21 red or change of scenery. The wrestling god, are you there? Hello. Yes, I am here. All All right. 21 red or change of scenery change of scenery change of scenery these are wwe wrestlers who appeared in tna <clears throat> there you have a minute on the clock and you need six out of six that can be that can be a challenge but i am up for it yeah I'm ready you, you destroyed the first category i think you can get this six out of seven minute on the clock away you go uh captain right. charisma that's right. Um, he is broken currently. Matt Hardy. That's right. Wow. Um, she is going to be returning to WWE in Canada for NXT. Mickey James, eh? Oh, eh? Uh, Olympic gold medalist. Kurt Angle. That's right. Um, he's fighting at Bellator coming up. He just lost the title. 
Poppy Lashley. Good wow. job. Wow. Uh, 30 seconds. He had a roadie. Um, what else? Ooh. Uh, he he laid down for Hulk Hogan and WCW. And Eric Bischoff. No. Pass this, pass this one. Oh. Ten seconds. I, I'm stuck on these two, man. Uh, J-E-double-F. Can't spell it out. Next. I can't, what do you mean that I can't spell it out? <laughs> yeah, one more left. Montel nope. Porter. Ooh, time's up. Time, I'll give it to you. Time's up, though. MVP. That was a tough one. That's MVP. Tough one. Yeah. All That's right. my fault. That was... Uh, that, that, you fucked up. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that was really cool for me, guys. Because he, he was killing Yeah, all right. He Last surprised qu- me on a few of them, too. Yeah, me too. Like, He's broken. Matt Hart. Where'd you get that? <laughs> Well, you gotta watch a little TNA. All right, last category. Bankrupt. You need this one for the shirt. He's got it. Twenty-one red. Twenty-one red. You ready? It's all about. Yeah, twenty-one red. Twenty-one red. These are men. Twenty-one victims of the Undertaker streak. Ooh. Okay. A minute on the clock, and away you go. He is straight edge. See a punk. RKO. Randy Orton. Um, He carries a snake. Jake the Snake Robbins. Good job. Um, You'll think of He uh, tag team partners with Christian. Edge. That's right. Um, crazy. Um, member of Evolution. Big guy. Triple H. Another one. Mm. Yeah, Batista? Right. That's right. 30 seconds. Um, he used to be a cop back in the day. Carry around a nightstick. Huge. The big. Man. Good job. Ding, ding, ding. All right. Good one. Wow. The last one was Psycho Sid. I didn't know where to go with that one. Oh, he broke his leg in Nitro. Oh, yeah. Did you see that when he broke his leg? Right. Oh, yeah. That was, that was insane. <laughs> well, I don't know what to do next because you he won. won it. He conquered the pyramid. You're no, the first person who conquered the pyramid. I conquered the pyramid, no? Eh? With yeah. time left because time's still ticking. Congratulations, eh? Wow. That's Come on. Amazing. Keep it going, eh? Just for fun. <laughs> Um, all right. Um, time to go on to the bonus round for the bonus prize. Bonus. Hmm. What's the bonus prize? Uh, we'll find out if you win. <laughs> <clears throat> Fair enough. Secrets. Um, all right. Uh, do you want to do the mat- uh, match game? Yes. I'm going to read you a sentence with a blank in it. You have to just fill in the blank with a word or phrase. Okay. Easy. Don't. I'm gonna read the sentence. Don't give your answer right away because your answer has to match Abel's answer. Let Green Man lock his answer in first. No problem. So I'm gonna say the an- sentence. Think about it. It's not easy. And I'll come back to you when he locks his answer in. <laughs> I, like I said, more stuff for challenge, eh? All right, I, here I we go. You, it's not easy. And you know what the prize is? No, I didn't tell him. Oh, you want to tell him? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, it's two tickets to November 16 NXT show at the theater at Madison Square Garden. It's on my birthday too, so it'd be pretty sick. (laughs) It'll be pretty sick. That's right. Um, All right, here we go. As old Goldberg sits in his nursing home, instead of yelling "Who's next?", he now yells "Blank." You're last. Oh, (laughs) I said, "Don't give you answer right away." Now you're disqualified. I now you're disqualified. That's um, it. I'm sorry. You didn't give me a chance to write it. I apologize. Shit. That's okay. All right. You um, still got a great T-shirt. 
No, no, I'll, I'll just think of another one. We'll do last week's. Last week was good. We'll do last week's. Here, here we go. All right. Well, you got to wait till right. I write it down. Yeah, don't give your answer right. right away. I would have said he's last, too. Yeah, that would be that Just give one. me a signal. I'm going to read the sentence. I'll ask you for your answer. Don't say anything until I ask you for your <laughs> All answer. Right. Let All right. Abel well. lock his answer in first because you have to match him. Donald Trump was so excited when he got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. He forgot to hug his wife. Instead, Ooh. he blank. Don't say anything. It was locking his answer in. Donald Trump was so excited when he got inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame, he forgot to hug his wife. Instead, he blank. All right, your answer is locked in? It is locked. I just All right. J, A, what's your answer? He beat Vince. Ooh, beat Vince. Ooh. Once again, not where I was going. No. I was going to grab her somewhere. Um, well, if you listen to last week's show, um, he ran for president. You know the he ran for president. Answer. Ah, okay. Uh, that's it. I did not win. No. no. <laughs> that Goldberg uh, was pretty good, though. Damn, that's a good one. <laughs> well, at least I won the shirt. You did win the shirt. Um, so what we're going to do now is we're going to hand you off to our receptionist, and she's going to get your address and size information. It does shrink in the wash, so you want to get an extra size larger. Uh, but All right. Thanks for joining us on Goldberg. Thanks for playing the game. If Thanks anybody so much. wants to follow you on social media, where should we follow you? Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram, the underscore wrestling underscore god. The P is two E's, T H E E underscore. Yeah. <laughs> so it's T H E E underscore wrestling underscore god. Fantastic. And when you finally decide to host your own podcast, let us know because we'll, we'll listen in. Cheers. All right. Cheers. Uh, hold on the line one second. We'll get your information. Hold on. Take care, eh? All right. Cheers. You too. Thanks, uh, Jay. That was fun. Yeah. Don't actually won. I love that. T- finally, we can now retire that game. <laughs> yeah. You know, not, not someone, of hard ones again. Someone conquered the yeah. pyramid. No one's oh. conquered the match game yet. No. Like Julian did. That's yeah. a hard one. Julian. That is a hard one. Um, any final thoughts? <sighs> no. No. Oh, wait. Yes. What? Do you know how we know people in the E are listening? Yeah, we say that all the time. There's always be someone listening. It's facts. Yeah, Ryan. Yeah, you got I, was, it, you got I was watching uh, MSNBC this weekend, and they were promoting their new show. Okay. The new show is they're going to take um, big headline news stories that swept the nation. All right. And they're going to talk about it, break it down. But they're also going to talk about the news that got eclipsed by that. Oh, it's called very smart. In other news, what? And I believe that's a trademark phrase of ours that we've. Used. Working legally to get on a next T-shirt, <laughs> but um, yeah, so they stole that. So that sucks. So give us credit. Yeah. I, I, I want my uh, what is it? Fifty cents every time they say yeah. in other news. <laughs> Damn man, we're we're ahead of the curve. In other news. Maybe, wow. Maybe, maybe we should do the show live. Well, that'll put some butts uh, in the seats. Yeah. Wrong wrong episode. <laughs> <laughs> do you have any go home thoughts? Um, no. Uh, I mean. Like we said at the beginning of the show, really excited about that ICW event, and I can't wait to the next indie event I go. Oh, I am going to go to that NXT um, yeah. show coming to the theater at Madison Square Garden That's on cool. the Green Man's birthday, November 16th. Yeah. Um, wish that the wrestling god won those tickets so he could come along with us, but can't win everything, can ya? Yeah. All right. Well, if you're playing along with this week's drinking game, we said tweener. Four times. Only four. It's possible. Yeah. yeah um, not that many people yeah. got drunk on this episode. 
Well, to be part of the conversation, follow us at A Shot of Wrestling on Facebook and Instagram and Shot of Wrestling No A on Twitter for all your news updates. This show is from the fans and it's to the fans and it's your forum to discuss your thoughts. Have fun with it and who knows, your thoughts could be part of next week's show. For more information, to be a sponsor or to play games with Michael Hates, email us at inbox at a shot of wrestling.com. All right, uh, so for the Green Man, I'm Michael J. Putty. Until next time, Putty, yep. Hey, baby, I hear the bell ringing, hip tosses and body slams. Oh, my. And maybe you seem a bit confused. Yeah, baby, but I got you pinned. Ha, 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 But I don't know what to do when I see them with that golden case. They're cashing it in. Authority all in my face. What is a man to do? Good night, everybody. <laughs>